Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pink Tron. Um, tonight, I am joined by Craig and Chris, and we will start off as we always do by asking these two fine gentlemen what they are drinking. Start off with you, Craig. So I am drinking uh, Neon Haze, uh, Hazy IPA, uh, in honor of our uh, our. our Expansion of uh, Zwift I was going to say that that's quite nicely themed. <laughs> the uh, Great ne- neon flats. And how about you, Chris? Uh, I'm, I found a bottle of Woodford Reserve Double Oaked uh, Bevmo store pick in the store yesterday, so I'm going to crack that open right now and give that a go. Sounds good. Um, I've got a bottle of a uh, Cune um, Rioja Tempranillo, uh, which is actually really, really tasty. Highly recommended. Um, so, um, I think we should um, we should touch on ZRL um, because we've got the playoffs coming, and we have four of our mixed teams and six of our women's teams who'll be entering into that. Potentially seven, depending on whether or not um, WTRL decides to allow um, third place um, in the women's teams to keep the numbers up. So we'll see what happens with that. However, um, it is the team time trial. Um, it is a single lap of the waistband, which is relatively unexciting. Um, it goes round in a circle. Um, it is flat. There is There are no hills. Um, and I don't think there's really that much to say about waistband, other than it's flat and it's a circular circular event, really. So I think the only thing to talk about is that this is the same route from week one. Hmm. Um, so I, the uh, at first I, I was really puzzled by this, and I think I've kind of come around to maybe seeing the logic. So if they're doing the TTT, and so this is a difference in format for this season from the previous seasons. So the TTT, they're not all not all the teams are doing it at the same time. Everybody's going to do it at the same time slot, sort of roughly, mm-hmm. I think, as their uh, as their league, so that you know they don't have to mess around with two dates on the weekend, which is good. But the people that are later have a target time, but where it's the same course that. Team the even the teams that are early have the target time from everybody from week one. So I, I think it actually makes a little bit of sense to reuse the course when you look at it that way. Yeah, and I, and I, I think um, like or almost like the way we do it in Stampede on Monday. Um, obviously, um, that's um, spread over five different events, um, and you're basically just trying to set your best time and see where you see where you land against everyone else um obviously the the earlier riders have a a slight advantage in that they know what times sorry the later riders have a slight advantage in that they know what the the earlier riders times have been but realistically you're just going out to punish yourself for as long as you possibly can and to do the best that you can and that'll be the same with the ttt riders so um i like this idea Um, i think it's good yeah, I think it's it's great because it's we know these roads pretty much backwards and forwards at this point. It's there's no tips or tricks. Nobody's going to get caught out by any sort of features that we didn't really know about because we haven't ridden this road, you know, eight thousand times. So 
I like it. Um, unfortunately, we weren't, as the bidets, not lucky enough to make the playoffs, but <laughs> that's another conversation. Oh, B1 was absolutely brutal, and I hated every single second. However, um, I, I do really like the fact that um, teams are able to stick to their time zone, um, certainly for this part of the playoffs, um, and race at a time that suits them rather than feeling pressured to enter an event that might be in the middle of a working day. So, um, yeah, um, I, I really like this format and I think it's a really good improvement. So we, we should move on to this week's um, Herd Winter Racing event, um, which is a really, really short one. Um, and, and perhaps slightly shorter than I'd anticipated it being. Um, it's about 12.7 kilometres. It is in New York. It is Lady Liberty and involves the New York KOM. Um, when I stepped the route and saw it was 12.7, um, I saw, okay, it's got the uh, New York KOM. Um, so that'll slow it down a little bit. Did not think people would be finish, finishing it in under 20 minutes, let alone in 17 minutes flat <laughs> so um chris you've done this route why don't you tell us about it well i like how you mentioned that it's the good way up the kom but there is it's it's just a different kind of bad james there's no good way up it um it's 12 percent it, it, rather than 18 it, it's 12 instead of 18 uh it doesn't have that it's, it's the way up that doesn't have that ramp at the no wait it does have the ramp at the end yeah Sorry, I've forgotten already. Um, yeah, I went under 20 on this. I accidentally set my best five-minute power. Um, it, it's, we have to go up a KOM, so it's not a good time, but um, we stuck it out. We gutted it out. I will say that I burned my match um, on that final ramp up to the, the KOM banner, thinking I was tacking on to a group. Uh, but that group kind of evaporated and splintered right after we all hit the banner. Hmm. So I got caught up by the group of six or eight that I had just left on the ramp um, uh, right at the bottom of the descent. So um, that kind of, that was the nail in the coffin for, for my group sprint. Um, but it was fun. We had a lot of fun. At, uh, Oli was in there too hmm. today, and we, we went around Central Park. So days forever. Um, yeah. So for those who don't know the route, um, basically um, you start the main New York Penn, you head south and you hit the um, New York Com fairly quickly. Um, after you've done the Com, you do a relatively short loop back to the start-finish banner, which is um, a downhill sprint. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, it's 12.7 um, kilometres. Um, isn't an enormous amount of climbing. Um, I'm guessing probably around 200 meters for the for the entire lap, maybe 250. Um, but it's 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 short and it's fast. And if you do finish the lap in about 20 minutes, you'll probably be getting a new FTP. Um, and if you do it in under 20 minutes, you're probably setting a new five-minute power best. Um, it's short, fast, and it's probably going to be relatively painful. In terms of bike choice, um, I would have to say Pinktron. 
I went Big Tron. Yeah, I don't see how you would do anything else, but I'm sure Craig will disagree. <laughs> no, it's it's hard to argue. Um, it, the only other thing would be uh, a climbing bike. So that's uh, too short. Um, can you can you get in the draft of a group that you wouldn't otherwise? You, you don't need a full second to do that. So you don't need a big difference to maybe be a difference, but the chance of it actually that being enough of a difference to make a difference is pretty small. Mm-hmm. I reflect if I had gone different bike choice on mine, if I had gone full climbing setup as I've done on races like these, maybe of a different length or with a little bit more climbing, I don't think it would have helped me. Like I said, I'd, um, in the real time situation that I was in, I would have grabbed onto the same group. I think everybody else had gone further up the road, um, and a climbing bike isn't going to make as much of a difference as I needed. But I probably would have drifted backwards a little bit more on the bunch sprint at the end. I think, especially because it's downhill. I think if you if you take a climbing bike, bearing in mind your climb is probably three to four minutes and you want to draft before the climb, and the descent is not the shortest in the entire world, um, the climbing bike will hinder you there, and you want to draft for the rest of the loop. Um, I, I, I cannot see the climbing bike being the right, the right choice. Um, I mean, Craig may disagree, and often does, um, but I, I, I would go with the Tron um, for a good drafting bike, but actually not too bad going up hills. Yeah, no, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't completely disagree with you, James. It's just, uh, after, after that race on Tuesday with the, uh, with the gravel bike in the draft, um, I guess I'm really, hmm. I, I'm really thinking more and more that you want to be on the right bike for wh- where in your course is decisive. I, I, I think this brings up a really, really valid point that we need to get a good understanding of the non-aero bikes and how well they perform in the draft. Um, it, it, it's all well and good knowing how fast you can go up the Alp in various different frames and wheels, but knowing how various different bikes perform in the draft would be massively beneficial. Yeah, really, and really, I mean, really. if you're taking, I mean, you're taking the difference down in, in a big group draft situation to hmm. at most seventy percent of the difference. Yeah. Um, as far as the arrow, so yeah, I, I don't know if it's more than that or less than that or mm-hmm. or, or what. So that's. I, the, I, I mean, um, I, I think it would have been for this this week in ZRL especially would have been really good to know how well the gravel bike performs in the draft and for events like this how well does the climbing setup perform in the draft as well um these are things we don't know we'd like to find out um eric slange if you're listening please tell us (laughs) you 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 have you have the setup in place to enable um these these sort of results and we would love to know um but the key takeaway is just always always take a canyon grail (laughs) <laughs> moving forward just to be safe in case you encounter any sort of dirt <laughs> yeah just in case 
um, so so that's pretty much um, Lady Liberty. Um, moving on to what we've got in store over the next week. Um, so I'm going to break this down into mixed and women's only, mainly because I now have two spreadsheets. Um, so we have um, Lady Liberty today, tomorrow and Sunday. Um, depending on whether or not you're listening to this, that'll be Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Herd of Mountain Goats, it's the really, really, really fun Free Sisters route on Sunday and Monday. Um, Stampede is going to be a little bit special because, yes, it's Countryside Tour all over again and only two laps this time. Um, will you bike change? How quickly can you bike change? Is it worth it? Who knows? Does anyone care? Probably. Um, and the final mixed event is Bullseye on Wednesday, um, which is four laps of the Lutes Express, which is Champs-Élysées backwards. Moving on to the ladies or women's events, um, we start off with the very first event of our um, women's time trial series, which is on Saturday and Sunday. Um, that's in terms of UTC or GMT, that is 9 a.m., 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. on Saturday, um, 1 a.m., 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. on Sunday, and it's a single um, Bologna slog. So that is basically um, race up to the top of a hill and you're done. On Tuesday, um, and I cannot remember all the times, um, I think it's 9... 9 a.m., 7 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, midnight and 2 a.m. on Wednesday. It's the first event of the, the Herd Series, um, and that will be a single lap of Tempest Fugit on TT bikes. So um, that'll also use the TT module um, as the Bologna event in the Time Trial Series does as well. So those are our six different series, um, and... Um, guys, I'm, I'm guessing you're not going to enter um, any of the women's events, but um, are you planning on entering anything other than HWR? Mike, what are you thinking? So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm actually considering another go at Countryside Tour, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, I actually want to... Uh, yeah, cut back on the racing. It'll probably just do HWR for the next few weeks and uh, start doing some structured workouts. I've uh, definitely not been riding much, and uh, yeah, need, need to need to build a bit. So I'm going to do Countryside Tour on the um, ITT. Um, I am going to start Max Aero. Um, as soon as we hit the gravel, I'm going to change to a gravel bike. Then go Max Aero when we um, hit the tarmac again. Gravel when we hit the gravel again. And then I'm going to stay on the gravel bike to the finish line. Because it's mainly downhill. And yep. do the TTT on Thursday. Yeah, I hopped in the in with the Sharks this past weekend for the first... Or this past Thursday for the first time in forever um and that was great fun to be back in the ttt on thursdays so i'll probably look to do that again did stuart um, williamson lead everyone around for the entire time 
He did, yeah, he did. Uh, he was a he was a rock star. Yeah. Tim had him do. Everybody else was doing thirty second pulls, and he had him do one minute pulls with twice the frequency. And then he led us up the hill. And then we very rudely uh, super tucked away from him on the descent, kind of like we did to you, James. In France. <laughs> um, actually, the, the, the last time I raced in Sharks was, which was about two weeks ago. Um, I think there were six of us, including Stuart, and. The other five did one bank of thirty-second pulls, and then Stuart pulled us around for the rest of the race. And he was an absolute—he <laughs> was an absolute trooper and did a brilliant job. And re- realistically, Stuart will just go round at four point seven perfectly happily and, and 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 have a lovely chat with everyone on the way round. <laughs> um, and, and that seems to work really well. <laughs> Keep doing it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely. It was a great ride. I'm- be back with those guys and gals so yeah i'm 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 hoping to ride sharks this week if they'll have me so um that that, that should be fun um let's talk neokio um i I don't know if you gentlemen have um, managed to do um any of the routes yet um but i've done all eight all today and um there are some absolutely fantastic race routes in there um i just want to highlight a couple um so we have sprinters uh playground um which is 12 kilometers long there are four separate sprints in there so i am thinking that when um heard someone racingly comes around we'll be doing three laps which will have 12 sprints and that'll be fantastic um trying to remember the name of the route that there's there's a 3.8 kilometer route i think it's a route top rendezvous um so it's 3.8 kilometers, which is brilliant for bullseye, so let's call it eight laps. Um, but in that lap, halfway round, you go up the rooftop KOM. So in terms of bullseye um, tactics, you're going to be wanting to like drop as many people as you possibly can on the KOM, get, head back down, and be first over the line. Um, a, another really good route, um, race-wise, for a single lap um, is Temples and Towers, which encompasses the um, rooftop KOM in um, Neokyo, and then you head out to Yumeci, and you'll do the Castle KOM and the Temple KOM, head back to Neokyo, and straight over the finish line. Um, that is 34 kilometres. If anyone feels like doing all eight badges all in one go, it is 135 kilometers and will take you around about five hours at 2.3 watts per kilo. I know this, I know this from experience. My rear end still hurts and my quads are on fire. Well, well done, James. I keep seeing these new routes come out with um, names like Sprinter's Playground and Climber's Gambit, but I'm still waiting on ones that would be like Descender's Destiny or Super Tuck Special. Um, Downhill Domination. Downhill Domination. (laughs) Uh, We we need to get those. If only we knew somebody at Zwift who could help set up these event-only routes. Curses. Uh, Very very unfortunate. We do not know any of these people. Um, Couple of the other couple of the other routes, um, Neon Flats and uh, Sleepless City are the flat routes. Um, if you're looking for a longer flat route, you've got Wandering Flats, which is 25 kilometres and about 160 metres of climbing, and that will take you into 
Uh, it will start starts in Yumeci and fin um, also goes into uh, Neokio and then finishes back to where you started. Um, my initial feelings are they've done a bloody brilliant job with um, Neokio. It, it's really good fun. Um, loads of sprints. The sprints are long. The, the shortest is 330 meters. The longest is 640. Um, and if you're Dutch, that is um, 64,000 kilometers. Uh, sorry, centimeters even. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a long sprint. But the second half of it is downhill. So That's my kind of sprint. Okay, yeah. I'm in. Winter's it, it, playground looks like a lot of fun, James. Oh, it, it really does. Um, and you know, we, we were doing it like um, two zero to two five, so we didn't really experience the uh, the sprinting aspects. We were just trying to get through one hundred and thirty five kilometers. Um, but I think race wise, um, that'll be brilliant. Um, and I think the rooftop rendezvous will be a fantastic bullseye route. And I think uh, Temples and Towers will be a really good um, FTS points race as well. Um, so if I get a chance, I may have a chat with um, Charlie Isendorf um, if he will respond to lowlings like myself. Um, and also say, please, Charlie, put some hills in ZRL. Nope. No, no. <laughs> oh come on look i'm 68 kilograms i i need one race where i'm not fighting for 60th place fine <laughs> you get you get one race james all <laughs> i want you just had to make the playoffs james all i want is one you just had to make the playoffs what what's the um what's the punch race in the playoffs it's the uh Innsbruck KOM uh, after party. Why was that not in the actual? Oh, I'm I'm really upset. <laughs> that, that, that was like one of my favourite events. I mean, um, don't get me wrong, I was awful in the sprints, but um, I, I think that was one of my favourite events from I think the second series of ZRL. Um, it was. Yeah, when we yeah. had like loads of us in B. Um, Becca was in B as well, um, and that was just a really fun route. Oh, I'm, I'm really upset they left that to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, maybe next season. Maybe they'll make up. At least it's the playoff route, James. Um, that's as opposed to the playoffs being a, a sprint fest, right? Hmm. Maybe they'll make up for it by um, having two climbing routes in the next series, seeing as there were zero in, in this one. Every route is a climbing route for me. Chris, you can't you can't call three percent a climb. Oh, it's certainly not a descent, James. <laughs> that is true. Um, I think this takes us on to our final segment, um, the newly named Zwift Heroes. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to Chris Pritchard. Uh, Chris, fuck's sake, um, Steve Pritchard. Um, Steve doesn't ride as much as he used to. Um, but when when I um, posted on our Facebook group the fact I was going to get go and do um, all eight badges in um, Neokio and it's going to be 135 kilometres, Steve was like, "I'll do that." Um, I was a little bit dubious. 
Um, I wasn't entirely certain he was going to turn up. Um, but he was an absolute trooper and he was there for every single kilometre and he was in an awful lot of pain for probably the last 30. Um, and in, in terms of fitness, there's, there's a big difference between riding six, seven days a week and riding two or three. Um, but, but Steve was great. Um, the chat was great. He was really good company and he did so well. Well done, Steve. Anyone else is welcome to talk. So uh, I, I was actually going to shout out to the, all, all the teams from uh, from the herd that uh, are in the play. Well, all the teams in general that uh, raced ZRL, and uh, I think everybody had a pretty good time. Uh, definitely from uh, what I've heard, anyway. Hmm. But uh, the, I was going to. I'm going to list the teams that uh, please do should be in line for an invitation to the playoffs. So we've got the the herd of pacing Palominos in uh, EMEA B, and then uh, the dynamic Dingoes and herd mentality in, uh, in, in mixed C, and the herd of powerful pronghorns uh, for uh, America's West Ds. So, and th- those are our mixed teams. Did, and then, um, for, sorry, sorry, Craig. Um, did the Mavs not get in? Um, the galloping Mavericks. I don't think so. I, I think they ended up in third. Oh, okay. I, I thought they'd finished second based on the last race. I, I, I may be wrong. Um, please continue. No, so I, I just went through the uh, the standings quickly. Uh, I may have uh, they may have been tied on points and at, been shown in third, but actually win on the tiebreaker. I don't know. But uh, for now, it's four. Um, and then, uh, yeah, for uh, for the women, we've got the the herd of little penguins, Gen Two penguins, and Emperor penguins, respectively B, C, and D for Mia. And then uh, the herd of butterflies in America's East B who were so dominant they could have not shown up for the last race and still won. Um, the herd of blazing bobcats in D, and the herd of misfit meerkats in America's West C. And we think that because uh, the women's, we think that the top three are invited because there are fewer women's divisions, but we're not entirely clear. Um, that would be the herd of marine otters were third in America's East Sea. So mm. that's uh, potentially eleven, maybe twelve. Uh, the Galloping Mavericks. I, I did. We'll, we'll look into that. But uh, yeah, that's a lot of teams um, in the the top two, three of uh, the uh, the one. B1, C1, D1 divisions. So that's, I, I, think, uh, I think it works out as like roughly one in five of our teams are in the playoffs, and, and that, that's a phenomenal achievement. Um, so w- well done, all you guys, and well done literally everyone that's taken part because it's all a big team effort and everyone's contributed, and all, all, all I want is for everyone to have had fun. Um, and I hope you'll have. Um, 
thank you especially to all of our um, coordinators. I've put a post out about it. I can't remember all your names right now, um, but I, I, I did list everyone um, on, on, on that post. So a big thank you to everyone who's contributed towards it and for everyone who's taken part. Um, thank you. And, and, and Craig, really good shout out. Um, Chris, gonna put you on the spot, your Swift Hero of the Week. Well, you just fucking stole mine, James. I was gonna say that massive thank you to all the, the time zone captains for organizing ZRL or ZRL as you like. because um, all that organizing and hurting cats, um, none of us get to take the start line. So as we wrap up and head into the playoffs on another season, um, I just wanted to say thank you to all the guys and gals who helped do that. I'll allow it. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Very gentle. Um, so, um, unless we have anything else to add, um, Craig, Chris, anything more? Nothing for me. In which case, None for me. In which case, I will say thank you and good night, good morning, good afternoon, depending on what time we release this and what time you listen to it. Um, hope you enjoy, and we will be back next week. But next week will probably be our last. Um, I have a new job starting at Swift, and I feel that that will prevent me from doing this. And there are other reasons as well, um, which I'll allow... Um, allow I'll, I'll let um other people um explain that in due course um but um hopefully um next week we'll um have a farewell tour with um all six so me becca craig steve brent and chris um i'll save the best for last obviously chris um hopefully we can all get together and um, have a nice chat and it'll be a really fun episode so hope to um hope you can all listen in for that one so Thank you, everyone, ever so much for listening to us for the last, oh, God knows, um, about four months or so. Um, and hope to see you again next week. Um, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Craig. Um, and thanks, everyone, for listening.